The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus told his disciples a parable. Consider the fig tree and all the other trees. When their buds burst open, you see for yourselves and know that summer is now here, is now near. In the same way, when you see these things happening, know that the kingdom of God is near. Amen, I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. The Gospel of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, it's so good to be with you this morning. For those who don't know, my name is Father Stephen Kenyon. I'm a priest who's currently down in Grants Pass, St. Anne's in Grants Pass, is Broco Vicar there. I'm up here for Thanksgiving visiting my family, and so uh, Father Kerry and I talked, and he offered me to celebrate the morning Mass. And it's a joy always to join with you, but in a special way today. Today we hear of the coming of the Son of Man on the clouds. It's a powerful reminder to us of what we should be focusing on at all times. When we hear images in the Bible of what we might call apocalyptic images, images of the coming of the end of times, our hearts should have a certain response, but I think too often we have the wrong response. You know, we hear this imagery and we hear of the beasts emerging from the, the ocean. We think this is a horrific image. This is the image of something that's terrifying. But that's not the ultimate goal in the end. We only need to be terrified if we are away from the Lord, if we are living away from the Lord and his will for our life. If we take time to understand what this means, there are four beasts that come out of the water. A lion, then we hear of a bear, then we hear of a leopard, and finally we have a fourth beast, different from all the others, terrifying, horrible, extraordinary in strength, with iron teeth, and had ten horns. If you read earlier in the book of Daniel, if you were here earlier in the week, you would have heard of another situation with four parts, a great statue with different metal, different uh, substances for each part of the statue. It represents four kingdoms, and the same thing happens here today. Think about Daniel. He's in exile in Babylon. And so the first kingdom, the first beast, that beast is the kingdom of Babylon. And then we have the second beast. That's the kingdom of the Medes and the Persians. The third beast, the leopard with four heads, is the Greeks. Famously, the Greek empire broke into four parts. And then finally, the fourth beast with iron teeth, who had ten horns on a head, that's the Roman Empire. And we can be terrified by them in a way we should, in, in sense, because they were terrifying empires. And they represent all the empires that have come upon the earth that have been against God and his kingdom. But then we hear one of the most powerful passages in the entire Old Testament. One that our Lord himself used to refer to himself when he stood before the Sanhedrin on the night he was betrayed. 
we hear these beautiful words. As the visions during the night continued, I saw one like a son of man coming on the clouds of heaven. When he reached the ancient one and was presented before him, he received dominion, glory, and kingship. Nations and peoples of every language serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that shall not be taken away. His kingship shall not be destroyed. That's who the Son of Man is. So every time you read in the Gospel and you read our Lord speaking about himself as the Son of Man, he's referring to this passage here. One who approaches the throne of the Ancient One. That's God the Father. And when he approaches that throne, he receives dominion and glory and kingship. Nations and peoples of every language serve him. That's the image of the ascension of our Lord after the resurrection. He goes up to the throne of the Father, and there he rules over the whole world with every dominion, glory, and kingship. Just as earlier in the book of Daniel we saw a great stone that came down and toppled the statue of the kingdoms of this world, so now we see one like a son of man who is so powerful over these beasts that he doesn't even have to fight them. He simply takes their dominion from them. And so our Lord came in the fourth kingdom, in the time of Rome, and he conquered the world not by using military force, but by the proclamation of the gospel. And now where is Rome today? It is no more. But there is the kingdom of God spread in every language and tongue, spread throughout the entire world. So what's the message to us today? The message to us today is that no matter what comes against us in this world, Christ has conquered all things. He has dominion and glory and kingship forever and ever. Just think about that for a moment. How many times we have fear of what's going on in the world around us? But have you seen any of these beasts recently? They were destroyed. These kingdoms are no more. So why should the things in the world around us terrify us? When we have the one himself who is the son of man, who has every dominion and power and kingship, we have the one who is ruler of all things. Our Lord is very clear that he will come again in glory. And he doesn't tell us exactly when. Maybe it's tonight. Maybe it's in a hundred years or a thousand years. I don't know. But I hope it's soon. Every one of us should have burning in our hearts the desire that he would come soon. Because this world is passing away. You know, today in the world, you, people know this day as Black Friday. It's a day for shopping. And it used to be shopping for Christmas presents, but now, according to some studies, the majority of people shop for themselves. We've turned this day into a day about me as a consumer of things of this world. But your TVs will all break. Your cars will all collapse. Your houses will someday crumble to the ground. But Christ and his kingdom last forever. This world is passing away. And if we attach ourselves to one of the beasts, one of the kingdoms of this world, we will be swept away with one of them. But if we attach ourselves to Jesus Christ and his kingdom, that's a kingdom that lasts forever. This world will not exist in the future at some point. But we will go on forever with our Lord if we remain faithful to him. So let's not trade the things of heaven for the things of earth. Let's not focus so much on our careers, our jobs, what we consume, what we get, that we forget that we are just passing through this life as pilgrims on our way to heaven. 
And that only in Jesus Christ do we have hope. Only in Jesus Christ do we have true security. Only in Jesus Christ do we have true peace. Don't seek your peace out there. You won't find it. Seek your peace with him who died on the cross for you and rose from the dead and now sits at the right hand of the Father as the Son of Man with every dominion, glory, and kingship. The same one who comes to us at this altar today, his body, blood, soul, and divinity. And you may stand in line for hours today to buy some big, fancy, big screen TV. Who cares? Here is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Don't trade him for the world. May this Advent, as we prepare for it, be a time where we focus on him and turn away from the consumerism of the world, turn away from falling after the world, and fall on our knees seeking his love, his mercy, and his forgiveness. He is your only hope. He is the only peace that will truly support you in the end. His sacred heart is all that matters. May we fall in love with him, that we may be with him forever in glory.